up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine, rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And the Lincoln Journal stars, Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Tuesday. Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, fun show so far. You got the podcast at theticketfm.com. We are joined, Sip, to begin yes. the top of the 7 o'clock hour by a man that everyone in this state, this state is aware of. He is a four-time national champion head coach of Nebraska Volleyball. Of course, I am talking about John Cook coming off of a runner-up appearance this year in the NCAA tournament. John, good morning. Thanks for joining us. Off the bat, I have to ask you, man, we're, we're about a month into the offseason, so to speak, but is, is there an offseason for John Cook, or does it ever stop, really? Oh, no, there's, uh, there's an offseason. We, uh, we took a break after the Final Four. Our break is we just went through it, and we got most of the players back last week, and uh, yesterday was our first full day going, so that's the one time a year we do take a break, and our whole team got COVID at the Final Four, so that we were forced to take a break, including mm-hmm. me. So they were the, <laughs> that forced everybody to shut it down for at least ten days. How, how? So you're feeling okay, I assume, John? Yeah, yeah. Everybody, everybody's doing good. And uh, uh, the, the problem was uh, this past week. You know, you have to go through protocols and everything now to get back in, and and. Uh, our, our doctors came got that came down with it, so everything got delayed a little bit. You can imagine all the athletes trying to get back, and but uh, we're we're back. Uh, we had everybody back yesterday, and, and it was great to be uh, working out. And uh, we started uh, beach training yesterday as well. So there'll be there'll be. I can tell you, our players aren't up at 7 right now listening to uh, this show. <laughs> oh, come on. They should be. Uh, John Cook joins let's wake us. wake up. John Cook, the Nebraska volleyball coach. John, let's get into this now. It, you sound energized. I know I've read your comments, recent comments. This team that, that finished runner-up nationally lost to Wisconsin in the final. You love this team. It, it, it seems like it did energize you. What was it about this team, John, that you so liked – and why do you think the fans kind of glommed onto this team so tightly? That's a really good question. Uh, and I, I, I actually uh, had dinner with uh, one of our older players last night. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to develop as a leader this year. And uh, I, I just told her, I said, you know, usually when the season's over, I like just want to get away and have a break and, and you know, really just let go and, and – this this off seat or this break we've just been on. I mean, they missed everybody, each other. I missed them, and uh, it was like a big reunion coming back. And uh, so, I think one of the reasons that this team is pretty special is, you know, I would equate it to a, a, a Rocky fight. You know, okay. we were off hooks. We got knocked down. We almost got knocked out. During the season, we we lost three in a row at one point. Uh, we lost three out of four at one point in the Big Ten, 
and you know, I, there was, nobody was really expecting us to do anything. We were just kind of surviving, and then all of a sudden, it all clicked, and and they stayed with it. And you know, as a coach, that's one of your, I would say, your your ultimate dreams for a team is that they they stay with the plan, they trust it, they we stayed with what we were teaching and training. We didn't panic, and and then we got hot and uh, played some great volleyball. And that's always our goal, you know, over the season is we want to go from good to great to unstoppable. And they really embraced that, and they, they were pretty much unstoppable. And, and, you know, we were three points away from winning a national championship. That was a great run, John. Yeah, great keep, run. keep it right there, John, because you mentioned, again, they lost three straight matches this year, and, and then, you know, they got, they got hot. But I'm curious, was there a moment when you realized this team could go the distance and go to the national championship this season? Yes, it was on the very last weekend of the Big Ten. Uh, in uh, uh, we were well the week before we played Penn State, and we just laid it on Penn State. Okay, and we went to Wisconsin, lost. This is over uh, the day after Thanksgiving. Uh, we lost a, a, a close. Ma- I mean, the games were all really close. We had our chance to win, you know, which has been a trend of ours uh, with Wisconsin uh, at Wisconsin, and then the next night. You know, it's Thanksgiving week. We go to Purdue. Purdue's, uh, you know, right there playing for the, the Big Ten championship. And that, that's the moment our team could have just, okay, well, we didn't win the Big Ten. We we're going to go to the NCAA tournament. So let's just pack it in and get home. And we came out and played, might, might have been uh, up to that point, our best match of the year. And that's when I, I, I like, I was in shock. After the match, I, I'm like, talking to my coaches what what the heck just happened here what what team just showed up hmm. and uh they played great and that's that moment i we were on the bus and and get flying home and i'm thinking okay this this team's got something in them this team's now becoming a special team and then we could we could do some you know do have a really good NCAA tournament we- and i think they believe too yeah, that's that, John. That is excellent stuff. We're joined by John Cook, the Nebraska volleyball coach. Now, let's keep it kind of right there. You you had freshmen. You had you had you had the number one recruiting class in the nation. This freshman class that you had this year was was borderline remarkable. You know, we're talking about Lexi Rodriguez and Lindsey Krause and Allie Batenhorst, Whitney Lowenstein, Kennedy Orr's in that group group too but what do you know about that group which was the number one recruiting class in the nation what do you know about that group that maybe you didn't eight months ago i mean when you think of that freshman class and what they've been through yeah uh, they are um they're, 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 they were number one recruiting class for a reason they are competitors mm-hmm. they work hard they want to win uh, they take no prisoners and you and I knew that you just don't know as a freshman when that's going to come out. And for them, mm-hmm. uh, it it started off pretty good. And of course, we we're losing. You know, there's questioning things, but they stayed with it. And and you know, in the NCAA tournament, we got there. And at the end, I mean, those those guys were, I mean, they were the you know, they they had no fear, and they were playing really hard and competing really hard and. Uh, they're just wired. They're, uh, you know, again, I, I love football analogies, and they remind me uh, of guys like Trev Alberts and, and uh, the guys in the 90s who played, uh, that they're just fierce competitors, and they're kind of old school, mm-hmm. and um, I, I love it. So it's, uh, it's about winning. It's 
going hard. It's about training hard, and, and those guys love it and embrace it. And uh, so that's what makes those guys special. John Cook joins us. We all, John, I know, you know, the setter position is obviously critical. That's your quarterback. You've had great setters. Nebraska traditionally has had great setters. Now it's possible you'll you'll be breaking in a new one. What are the most important qualities that you'll look for in Kennedy or that'll tell you she's ready to take those controls? What are you looking for in the offseason training, et cetera? The, the – after the uh, national championship match is over, you know, we're, uh, I, I pulled Kennedy aside and I said, Kennedy, you're, you're getting the keys to Nebraska volleyball. Oh, hello. Yeah, so it's, 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 it's going to be, you know, is she going to take charge of the team? Is she going to act like the leader? Is she going to uh, – she works hard, so that, that's not a question. And uh, is she just, you know, going to take, take the team and put it on her back and, and roll? And, uh, you know, we've got nine months to develop that. Um, so I've got to do a really good job of preparing her. I mean, she's already proven she can play at the highest levels in the world. And, uh, but she's, you know, when you overcome an injury, you know, it takes time and that, that, you know, that's a blow to their confidence and, and she's got to be able to, to trust all that. And, um, but she's, she's a phenomenal talent and now it's just getting, getting that to unleash and her, you know, walking out there like this is my team, my court, and and I'm the leader here, and I'm the setter, and here we go. And uh, I've seen what she can do in practice, uh, but and you know, Nicklin, yeah, this, this is going to be this Nicklin story and how she's handling this, mm-hmm. and, and Nicklin wanting to come back, and you know, it, this is something you can't even. I mean, this is we would make this up in a book. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're writing a book uh, about Nicklin, and want, you know, Nicklin wants to be a coach. And she's willing to hand all this over. And mm-hmm. I, I just think it's one of the coolest things I've seen as a coach, you know, just how Nicklin's handling this and, and is still wanting to be a part of it and help this team win. And, you know, Nicklin has a tremendous opportunity here to develop as a coach, learn as, learn as a co- future coach, and uh, play a role. And, and the last time we did this was with Danny Buscombe. I, I – Told her she wasn't setting anymore after she set for a national championship, and she was going to be a libero. And you know, there's a great story of that, but it turned out really good. And now look, look at Danny has you know almost won a national championship coaching this year. Yep. Joined by John Cook. John, I mean, it, people might think at 65 you'd start slowing down a little bit because you've been here for a long time, but you you're really not. You're, you're still recruiting at a very, very, very high level. The team is performing at a very high level. I'm just curious. Do you, do you have you know? Do you have a goal of how long you want to be coaching Nebraska volleyball? Is that even still in your head yet at this point? Um, you know, I you think about it a little bit. Then I watch guys like Nick Saban and Coach K, and you know, I watch these guys and and uh, about you know, you get into this. They call it the wonder years as you get older. You know, mm-hmm. things things are. I, you just you have wisdom, you have experience, mm-hmm. and I feel like. You know, this past year might have been one of the best coaching jobs I've ever done, and plus, I enjoyed it tremendously. Even though we were we were losing, uh, I, I still really enjoyed it. And it just you know, you're around a group of people that you really like being around and really like coaching. And uh, I'm just you know, we got we've got some great recruits lined up, and and uh, now the challenge is going to be this NIL stuff and the portal and. You know, it's a whole new challenge coming on with coaching. And I, I, 
I mean, this year in volleyball, I don't know how close you guys followed, but I've never seen so many head coaching openings mm. this year as there has been. And I'm talking about these are big programs, you know, Penn State, Michigan State, for example, in the Big Ten. So there's there's a lot of coaches that are having trouble with handling all this or don't want to deal with it. Um, you know, I'd love to sit down with, you know, you guys should get Coach Osborne on and ask him, like, Coach, if you were coaching right now and all this was going on, how, how would you be handling it? It is an adventure now, and the <laughs> stuff going on, it just, you know, it, it, it blows my mind. What is most interesting about the NIL world to you, John? Well, it's, you know, these guys are doing deals, and uh, some players want to do deals. Some players have no interest, uh, but what really uh, makes it, interesting, I would say, or challenging, is it's becoming, a, you know, we're all about we over me. We're all about building this great team. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden now, you've got, it's all about me. It's like, what deal can I do? Mm-hmm. Well, how can I develop my brand? How can I make money? So how, how you know, translating that and making still making a great team where we, you have we over me is going to be the ultimate challenge for coaches. Uh, and, you know, because you're going to have a pecking order on team. I mean, you already see it in football. We have it in volleyball. And uh, I think there's some really positives to it because they are learning how to, uh, you know, market themselves and if they want to go into business and, and how, they, you know, now they're going to have to learn how to pay taxes. That's the other thing that gets me like, what, what do you mean we have to pay taxes? Yeah. Yeah, make money, you pay taxes. You don't have to pay on a scholarship, but you got to pay if you make money. Mm-hmm. That, that always shocks me when I give them their camp check. And they get their their W two forms, and uh, we send them the, whatever the other tax form is. And they're like, "What's this, coach? What, what do I have to do now?" <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I bet. yeah, get ready for yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, it's good learning. Um, but Nebraska is doing a great job of uh, our business schools. Of we they develop these classes to help them how to set up set up an LLC, how to brand yourself, how to work with Open Doors. You know how all this works. How to how do you pay taxes? And uh, um, so anyway, there, there's some really good experience and, and lifelong lessons going on through this. But like I said, the challenge is going to be a, a team. Here, here's just the one observation I had. I was watching the national championship football games, mm-hmm. you know, and, and Georgia was taking control at the end there. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden you just see the Alabama quarterback just getting, I mean, he can't even breathe back there. He's getting hit every time. Mm-hmm. They're just putting the brush. You just wonder if those linemen, okay, well, that guy's making, you know, what, a million dollars a million. or whatever. Yeah. You know, yeah, I'm, I'm over this one right now. Let, let, let him take care of it. <laughs> <laughs> that thought ran through my mind, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I just think it's, it's going to be a real challenge. And uh, we're going to have to work really hard at, at building a great team. Pleased and honored to be joined by Nebraska volleyball coach John Cook. Speaking of building a great team for 20. 20- 22 you are working right now to get Kayla Caffey eligible to play she she has said she wants to return for a seventh year I guess the NCAA has to approve it is this a rubber stamp deal do you, is there any concern about you not getting Kayla Caffey back the the dynamic yeah. middle blocker yes yeah, the fact that we have to go through all this makes us a little nervous and and Kayla nervous as well because Typically, it is a rubber stamp. I mean, I, you don't even have to appeal it. It's just an automatic deal. And then when the, our compliance told us we got to do this waiver process, I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Because it's like, I mean, you just it's black and white on her. We have these forms that 
show their, you know, when they play, when they redshirt and everything, and the fact they're making us go through this, it does make me a little bit nervous. But, you know, I, I saw Will Honus got a seventh year. Mm-hmm. Uh, is this a new territory? I mean, when have athletes had seven years? But if you look at her, you know, her career, and again, COVID threw everything off. Mm-hmm. And it our COVID year was a wasted year. I mean, and I'm glad these guys have a chance to make that up because, I mean, I think we only played 14 games and, you know, it was, it was, it was, it was not much fun because, uh, you know, all the start stops and everything you had to go through. We played in the convention center, you know, for the NCAA tournament. And, uh, so anyway, uh, she does have another year because of her medical and a redshirt year and a COVID year. So it works out. And the great thing for her is, you know, she wants to get another master's. Uh, she got a master's in teaching. Now she wants to do an administration. So I mean, she'll be able to write her own ticket with another master's coming out of uh, when she's finished here. Jeez, and yeah. you know, I don't, I don't know about you guys. You know, I got my master's. It took me seven years because I was teaching, coaching, and trying to get a master's degree. And you know, these guys can do it. You know, literally a year and a half now. So uh, why not take advantage of it and? Uh, you know, and with NIL, she can make money just like she could if she went pro. And she gets to be here, and she loves teaching and substitute teaching in the elementary schools here. I mean, she's a rock star. So uh, so hopefully it's going to work out. So my John Cook. John, you mentioned earlier, you know, you mentioned Danny Busman, of course, the head coach in Louisville. And an amazing season for her, a top seed in the tournament. Didn't, didn't get to the finals. But I'm just curious, in ter- you have obviously have a great legacy of, of players who have had all-American careers and coach and, and players have gone to be great coaches like Danny. What does it mean to you to see a coach, a former player of yours, go to become a, a great coach at Louisville like Danny and, and, and to see her success the way she's had it? Uh, it's very, very proud moment. You know, uh, uh, you know I became a, a, a grandfather a little over a year ago, first baby, and just there's a feeling there you can't describe, and it's the same with Danny. It's a, it's a feeling you can't describe, but, you know, that's somebody I recruited. Uh, we, you know, we changed positions. She struggled here, won a national championship, and then goes into coaching, you know. And I, I tell them that if they want to coach, they got to get away from Nebraska, you know, because she's born and raised here. you got to go see what the rest of the world's like. She paid her dues, and I hired her back, and we won a national championship here with us as an assistant coach. And then she goes and flips that Louisville program around. One of the greatest turnarounds in college coaching for volleyball. I mean, Louisville was down and out, hadn't done anything. You know, she's there four years and has them ranked number one. And, and, uh, and again, she, she didn't do it with top recruiting classes. She did it with a couple transfers. She took Trent Dilfer's daughter, uh, who was kind of a, got, you know, wasn't doing anything in Notre Dame and took her and made her a great player. I mean, she developed that team and those players to get to that point, and it's, it's again another great story. John Cook joins us. John, thank God you didn't get that AD job at Nebraska this summer. You, uh, but I'm wondering, and I haven't got a chance to ask you this. You, you did interview for the job, right? Um, and why, why did you want? Did you think how? serious did it get how serious were you about the nebraska ad job how deep did those discussions go there uh um there was uh you know i guess the best way i can explain this i was uh before all that happened like a month before i was up in wyoming hiking okay and i run into this 
family. Okay. Talking and we're talking dogs. The dogs are playing and, and uh, we've got our, my daughter and her grandbaby are hiking. So we're talking that. Anyway, it turns out they're from Nebraska. Uh-huh. And so as we're leaving the conversation and we're going our, our ways, uh, the dad goes, uh, hey, you're not going to retire, are you? And I said, I don't know, it's pretty nice up here. He goes, you need to be our next AD. I can't tell you how many times that happened. Mm -hmm. And so it started kind of snowballing from there. And, um, of of course, uh, when all that started going on, I I got called by the the search committee or the headhunter firm, whatever you want to call it. And and I talked to to Ronnie Green a little bit, and I just said, listen, if I I can help Nebraska Athletics, and I, I think the reason was it was a natural tendency. Uh, I'm an older coach. I've been here. We've had success. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and that model's worked with Coach Osborne. And, you know, and, and there's just, there was just, there, there was just this uh, craving by the athletic department and the coaches, like, can we get somebody in here that understands coaches and will work with coaches and help coaches and help this athletic department be better to get this? And uh, so... That got going, and yeah, I did have a, an interview, and it was a great process to go through. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I can tell you this: when I when I was leaving the interview, I, I turned to Ronnie Green and said, "I hope we're interviewing Trev." Hmm. Interesting. Uh, I said, "He's really the guy we need to get," and I really believe that. But if Trev wasn't interested, <laughs> you know, I, I would have done it in a heartbeat because I just felt like Nebraska Athletics. We were at a at a at the edge of the cliff, you know. We had to do something to get somebody in here to build this athletic department back up because it, it, you know. And I I I've worked with, you know, a lot of ads now in Nebraska. Bill Byrne, who hired me, was great, uh, and Coach Osborne. You know, I would run through the wall for him. And uh, but I think there's been a real lack of leadership, and uh, and I'm. I'm I thank my thank my lucky stars every day that Trev's our, our guy now and, and again I I've got two meetings with him today about stuff and uh, yeah he's another guy you run through the wall for and he gets it and uh, so uh, anyway it worked out great and uh, really happy and I think Trev's going to do great things and and uh, guy's a competitor. That I was just going to ask you now. Interesting what you said about you felt like it was at the edge of a cliff, and then Trev comes in. It, what is it about him exactly? His his competitiveness, but what else? What what do you see in him that makes you so confident? Um, he well, for I mean, the guy's a, you know he was a great athlete. You know he he was on ESPN, so he's he's got the style and mm-hmm. the charm or whatever you know the. You know, he's got the it or whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah. Puts you right in the eye. What do you need? What we got to get this done? Uh, he talks about winning now, and you 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 wrote a great article. I think it was last week about you know why aren't we talking about winning more? Yeah. Why aren't we talking about success here? And we we went away from all that because we we're so worried about student athlete experience and not hurting anybody's feelings. And now it's you know, we got to start talking about winning mm-hmm. and, you know, we're, we're making some huge investments in facilities and have, and, and we sh- we need to have better results. And, uh, so he, he wants to win <laughs> and to have somebody in a leadership position that's setting that tone 
for everybody. And I'm, I'm, t- I'm not talking just about coaches. I'm talking about everybody that works in the athletic department. Mm-hmm. And he's questioning everything we've been doing in the athletic department, every every aspect of the athletic department. Like, is this elite? Are we, are we doing yes. this at the best level? Can we make it better? Mm-hmm. And and I, I went to him the very first day he was here. I went to him with five things, and I said, Trev, you're going to have to deal with these things mm-hmm. uh, and, and five things, and you're, and you're not, you know, it's going to be like now. Yeah. Yeah. So he goes, great. This is great. You know, and then, so anyway, you just, you feel like you're part of a team. You got a leader and you got somebody who wants to win and he's going to push people. So, I mean, isn't that what we're doing as coaches are supposed to do? Yeah. Absolutely. That's absolutely right, John. And you're doing it at a high level, my friend. Yeah. yeah. Coach. He's leading, he's leading 24 coaches, basically. So, love it. Coach, fantastic stuff. Thank you so much for your time this morning, and we will catch up with you again down the road. Okay. Thank you, John. Talking with you. All right. Great stuff. That's John Cook, four-time national champion at Nebraska, and again, the runner-up this past year in the NCAA Women's Volleyball Tournament. Yeah, he doesn't. He sounds like he wants to keep going for a while, and what he just said about Trev was was fascinating. Yes, it was. I mean, and where that athletic – I mean, he said the athletic department was on the edge. Needed leadership. How about that? Yeah, needed leadership. He loves what Trev said has said recently about Trev has set the tone over there that we got to. It's got to be about winning. Student athlete experience is great and it's important, right? It's important, but the student athlete experience is enhanced by winning. <laughs> I mean, that, that, does, that <laughs> right? generally helps, right? Out. Right, and. And Trev has said that he doesn't feel like that conversation has been serious enough over there. Wow, yeah, that, what a, that's that's a stunning revelation. Yeah, to what me. what I mean, and what John said was fascinating that he had an interview, probably went well, but he told Ronnie Green, "I hope it's Trev." Yeah, it's quite an endorsement. And that's it. Yeah, from Coach K. Of, of volleyball. Coach K. Volleyball says, "I hope you hire Trev Alpert." Yeah, that would get my attention if I were Ronnie Green. I'm honored to help out this university any way I can, but I hope you hire Trev. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's a pretty good endorsement. Uh, it's pretty good. So again, wow. uh, great stuff from John. Yeah, that's, Cook. that was fascinating. That, try to have him on thank, again yeah, every week. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, a weekly appearance <laughs> yeah. by John. John Cook. Why not? People well, would like that. Yeah, maybe we talk about other sports too. He's yeah. he's a big sports fan. He's he's not just volleyball. He's well rounded. He's why he's talking about the AD job. Yeah. He's well rounded. Yeah, it was fascinating what he said about NIL. Um, fascinating interview. I think people will be very fascinated by what we just heard. Yes. Uh, so again, thank you for to John Cook for joining us this morning. Uh, great stuff. If you missed that? It's on the podcast page after the show. At theticketfm.com, we go from Coach John Cook to Robin Washington talking all things Nebraska basketball and more next on Early Break in the Ticket. On Deloitte's OnCloud podcast, my co-host Mike Cavus and I talk with innovation leaders to explore how they use cloud engineering for new possibilities for their organizations. Join myself, David Linthicum, by subscribing to OnCloud wherever you get your podcasts.